going to get cancelled. I'm about to get this podcast cancelled on our first episode. <laughs> Trying to think of something that doesn't sound really dodgy or random. I'm Diego. Is that my line? It is, right? <laughs> I'm just going to edit out all of your audio. Speaking of things that are not hot, Diego. Hi, I'm Lisa. I'm Diego. Is that my line? It is, right? That is your line. (laughs) And welcome to the Superest Podcast. So we're going to be talking about what's hot and what's not in the world of digital. And actually, speaking of things that are not hot, Diego. Wow. You are not hot. You have a guest or something that you're going to introduce that I'm not aware of? <laughs> no, uh, I'm actually I'm I'm actually really excited for today's topic because we are going to delve deep into the world. Well, not too deep. Uh, into not the too world. deep, please. <laughs> not too deep. We're not experts, let's be honest. Um, but we are talking about NFTs today. So yeah, we are. I, I'm actually looking forward to this conversation because we're both super passionate about the topic. Um, but I guess just to just to kick things off. A WTF is an NFT because there'll be some people listening who are like, what are you talking about? What's an NFT? So I think you can summarize it pretty well. A WTF. Oh, no. Do you know what, not know what WTF is? I know, I know what WTF is, but what? Is it an NFT? Well, I don't get it. Is this, is this the quiz already? Is this the quizzing part? <laughs> we started no. already with the quizzes. No. Okay. What's the NFT? Let's go let's start with that. Okay. What is an NFT? All right. Cool. Um, it's a non-fungible token. There you yeah. go. And now you explain the rest, Lisa. No, it's it's up to you. I reckon non-fungible also does not sound sexy, but I'd say NFTs are sexy. No. So yeah, yeah, yeah. WTF? If you uh, yeah, it sounds <laughs> yeah, it doesn't uh, sound sexy as well. But anyways, it does have a deeper meaning. Uh, but um, a non-fungible token, an NFT. We're hearing all the time NFTs, 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 um, and I think that the concept, you know, the, the, the superficial kind of like concept to behind uh, the meaning of NFT is actually easier to understand um, than it looks. Um, so an NFT is basically that which cannot be replicated. It has a unique value to itself. It's, it's a non-fungible uh, asset, meaning what is a fungible asset? Um, so say money, right? If you have a dollar and I have a dollar, we exchange the dollar. It's the same. It's a different piece of paper, but it's still worth the same um now something like uh mona lisa you know a piece of art um it has an inherent value to it um you can have copies of it but they will never be worth what the original one was um and that is a non-fungible asset or token it's actually interesting because i think a lot of people associate nfts with pixel art and art and jpegs and things like that and it's quite hard, I think, to almost grasp the concept of what an NFT is because it's almost not tangible. Like it's not a physical product. And, you know, I like I'm I think a bit old school because say if I buy a piece of art, I want to be able to touch the art. Like I want to be able to hold it. I want to be able to put it on my wall or put it in my house. Whereas, you know, people are spending millions of dollars on something that is pretty much like a photo. It's like a JPEG. <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, but if you think about it, um, and we we talked about this before, um, a lot of art collections are like buried deep in like a you know like a safe house or something that no one will ever see again, um, mm. and it's just there for 
value for for you know as a as an investment. Um, and NFTs are you know more or less the same the same kind of stuff. Um, and uh, and if you think about how money nowadays, a lot of like the money that we we see on the bank accounts and stuff is is not real money. Um, it you know kind of makes sense as well. I don't think I've had real money in my wallet for such a long. I mean, I don't have a lot of money, yeah. but so maybe it's more because I'm poor. But all I, my money is in my. <laughs> but I don't think I've had money in my wallet for so long because I'm so used to using a card, and it almost seems fake. Like you're not even transacting with real money. Yeah, exactly. If everyone was to, you know, um, remove their money from the bank today, imagine um, there, there's, you know, there's not enough money available for everyone as uh, we see it in, through our bank accounts. So, um, and the NFTs actually, as you said, um, although we associate it now with um, pixelated art, it just goes so much deeper than that, right? Um, the the whole concept of, of where it came from, it's an evolution that we've been talking about a long time from blockchain um, and, and the actual, you know, I, I think, I think we always start seeing things in, 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 the, in the easiest form that we can grasp. Um, so of course now, you know, we're seeing audio, art, all this kind of like, you know, visual assets being converted into NFTs. Uh, but the, 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 the actual use of it is quite limitless. Um, and, you know, that's why I think that, we're getting the buzz that we're getting right now. It's just like crypto, just like Bitcoin when it first launched. And I think that a lot of people to this day, uh, like Warren Buffett says, if you invest in something just with the, you know, with the intention of just making money out of it and there's not an, an actionable, uh, uh, an actual use behind it, then it's not really an investment. It's more like a gamble. Um, but blockchain, the different kinds of cryptos that we have today in the market, they, 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 they exist for a reason, right? Um, and I guess NFTs are, are heading the same path. Okay. So I think for some people, they might not actually understand what blockchain is. So, uh, you know, I guess for those of you listening who don't understand it, from, from what I understand, it's like a digital ledger. So one of the benefits of owning an NFT is that it will get recorded and the ownership in every transaction that gets re uh, recorded from an NFT perspective is going to be on the blockchain. So it's a lot more secure. It's not like a piece of paper certificate that can get replicated. You know, it's, I think, it, and that's really actually where it ties in nicely into, uh, you know, watch people who own watches or expensive cars using NFTs as a sense of, or I guess a, an ability to authenticate products. So I think one of the easiest ways to understand NFTs is to look at brands that have done it or look at companies that have executed NFT activations, but have some sort of tangible asset tied to it. Mm -hmm. Like the one that, sure. uh, you know, jumps to mind for me is the Dolce & Gabbana one. So during Fashion Week, they released, I think, nine NFTs. And it was a picture of a crown, a dress, a suit. And you actually, if you bought the NFT, you actually got the the dress or you got the crown, you got a custom made suit and they sold those nine NFTs for just under 6 million USD, which is actually crazy. So I think that, yeah. And a lot of the big fashion brands have already jumped into it. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, Coca-Cola did it, right? Um, I think that they sold the NFT. I think that they released uh, four initial uh, NFTs, uh, if I'm not mistaken. One of them was like a, a fridge or something like that. Yeah. And I think yeah. that it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's going for like over four million now. If oh, I'm not it's mistaken. crazy! Yeah, uh, they just sold a piece of uh, land in the Central Land uh, for thirteen million. 
Did you see that? Or um, that was in reals. Um, I think in dollars it must be a lot less. <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, but it's um, you know um, people literally buying like real estate now in uh, in the metaverse already and stuff like that. And okay, through, so you're um, going to have to take a step back and talk about what is the metaverse because I think some people won't understand what the metaverse is either. The metaverse is basically a digital reality in itself, uh, forever expanding um, digital reality, uh, greatly moved by UGC, user-generated content, um, digital assets. Um, so let's say, you know, there, there are a lot of applications in the metaverse, um, Roblox, for instance, uh, people that have kids probably know Roblox very well. Um, there's a, well, Facebook's collab with Roblox. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing, huh? Really cool, huh? Yeah. So, no, so Roblox, for those of you who don't have kids like me, um, I actually didn't even know what that was until I started looking into this. But uh, it's like a, correct me if I'm wrong, it's like a game, <laughs> it's like a massive game. And yeah. it's pretty much like they've built out this online world. So Nike actually have just collaborated with Roblox to build out Nike Land. So it's effectively pretty much like Disney World, but Nike, but in the metaverse. So the exciting opportunity is that people can be buying things online in the Nike store in the metaverse and dress up their little avatars. So in, so I guess in the metaverse, actually, this is like probably the best way that I've heard the metaverse explained. So say, for example, you're in Brazil, I'm in Australia, pretend I don't know you, you don't know me, and we're on a website. So we're looking on trying to think of something that doesn't sound really dodgy or random. Uh, like, where are we? It's got to be a good reason for us to talk to each other if you don't know each other. I know. <laughs> I'm like, um, okay, I'm just going to say Net-A-Porter because that's probably what I'm going to be on, a fashion website. I don't know why you'd be on Net-A-Porter. That's a very bad example. Why not? But, Love it. <laughs> okay, so you're on Net-A-Porter. I'm on Net-A-Porter. Great. And I don't even know, know what it is, so we are the same thing. <laughs> fashion website okay let's just use nike as an example nike uh, they're great yeah. okay, okay. And yeah. as, as everybody knows nike has an inbuilt uh chat um resource on their website where strangers can actually chat you okay forget a bad example okay okay adidas okay, so say we're on the adidas website and okay. i don't know that i don't even know that you're on the adidas website i don't even know you and then i'm in australia on the adidas website and you don't know that i'm on the adidas website however Oh, okay, if, we okay. were, if we were in the Adidas uh, metaverse, then we would be walking around in our little, like with our little avatars and I'd be able to see you almost like okay. bricks and mortar. And I'd be able to go, Hey, yeah. I'm yeah. from Australia and I'm looking at these shoes. <laughs> as, as, as people from Australia do. <laughs> God, I sound like a dork, even in the metaverse. It's not going to plan. Uh, <laughs> who hasn't had? Who hasn't had a, on a cruise trip? In, on a cruise ship, just a random Australian coming. Hey, how's it going? I'm, uh, I'm who's on a cruise ship? Like, oh my god, I just lost all of that. We're talking about the metaverse. <laughs> like I feel like you've been on a cruise ship. Um, I never want to talk to you again. I do it this. in the metaverse. <laughs> in the metaverse. So, say for example, in the real world. Yeah. I can't tell that you're on the Adidas website. In the metaverse, though, mm -hmm. I can see you in avatar format yeah. Yeah. on the Adidas website or in the metaverse, yeah. and I can say, hey, I'm looking to buy these shoes. I see you're wearing them. Are they really comfortable? And you can interact as if you're in real life. And that's yeah. kind of the beauty of the metaverse. And I was talking actually to one of our clients the other day because you, you spoke about people buying land in the metaverse. So yeah. 
think of it like if you were to buy a billboard here, like say just down the street, whoever drives past is going to see that billboard. And so it's kind of got a limited uh, ability to raise brand awareness. But if you were in the metaverse, that the capability of people seeing that just becomes infinite and it's crazy. It's like now You can see something specifically targeted. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's actually crazy. So I think that – but actually our next episode is going to be on the metaverse. So spoiler alert, we can't talk too much. Otherwise we'll literally have nothing else to talk about in that next episode. We're using up all of our metaverse knowledge in this one. Uh, but back onto the topic of NFTs. So the the actual, I guess, interaction between NFTs and the metaverse is you can buy NFTs in the metaverse. And the interesting thing is people are shifting from buying things online to actually buying online things. So the gaming industry, which, you know, I'll get you to talk about because you know more about it, but people are actually buying things that will never leave the metaverse. And I actually heard this example the other day that there was a Gucci bag in real life and there was the same Gucci bag in the metaverse and someone paid $1,000 more for the Gucci bag in the metaverse, even though they'll never be able to take it out into the real world, which is crazy to me. Uh, you know, it kind of, it makes sense as well. Um, if we just um, see what's happening today, um, you know, a lot of people live digitalized already. Um, yeah. A lot of people, you know, live more through Instagram um, than, you know, they do in real life. Um, so, uh, and TikTok and LinkedIn and all our favorite, um, social media networks, but, um, it's, um, you know, and I'm, and again, we're going to get into the gaming topic, but again, I grew up, um, playing a lot of games that introduce a lot of these things that we're seeing today. Um, you know, I used to play Cam Strike. So Cam Strike, you, you go and, you know, they're, they're loot boxes. Um, to this day, a lot of loot boxes are big things on, on gaming. Um, controversial things as well. Uh, but basically you get this item. Um, there's a certain uniqueness to this item. Um, and a lot of these items today go for hundreds of thousands of dollars as well. So like skins for, you know, a character or whatever, Fortnite. Imagine that, like, um, you know, Ariana Grande doing a, a whole, uh, live, well, not live, but a, a show on Fortnite. Um, so that's, you know, the, the, I think that's exactly where NFTs gaming metaverse and everything connects uh they are all connected they're not just individual random things happening um you know blockchain everything else um and it makes a lot of sense we're 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 basically cyborgs already with a, a phone in our hands right like it's it's what you know says it's you know you're, you're basically you're already this is your extension like this is your digital extension all the time um the amount of hours that we spend today on the internet you know um so I again, it, it, it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, yeah, um, um, just looking at some other trends in the market, such as social commerce. Imagine, like soon enough, you know, and I I really believe that soon enough websites will sort of like cease to exist because everything will be so user generated that you know, like I'm not gonna buy from a brand anymore. I'm gonna buy it from an influencer. If I do buy from a brand, it's gonna be like you said, like through a completely immersive sort of like experience. Um, so yeah, so exciting, scary. Uh, I feel scared, but <laughs> like excited <laughs> at the same time. I mean, I'm old enough to remember a time before the internet. So, you know, things are what? changing so rapidly. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> a time without the internet? What? 
Uh, you're young still. Like uh, honestly, you have no idea. I do. Like, I do been- remember. Wait, let me let me stop you right there. I must remind you that I am from Brazil, so the internet here took a little bit longer to get here, um, and we had dial-up internet up to you know the oh, years of the nineties. So dial-up internet, awful. I know. I know. Absolutely awful. I remember like the days of when I'd be downloading a song, like, oh my God, it's only going to take 20 minutes to download a song. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It was awful. And then just at the last second, it, it failed. Yeah. Or you download it and it's just like some dodgy file. I'm like, damn it. It's like- yeah. Uh, I remember, I remember being such a gaming fanatic. I'd be mad at my poor granny because she'd call me in the middle of a, a gaming session and it just dropped me because of dial-up internet. That was a horrible hit. <laughs> But um, <laughs> but talking about that kind of stuff, that that is a kind of a application as all the NFTs have, right? Like say music. Um, uh, the thing about NFT is that every time that it's, well, at least on some applications that we see today, NFTs that are sold, for instance, that they have this inherent like royalty sort of like you know thing that traces back to yep. the original uh, creator, uh, and that you know that can be applied to the music industry and such, uh, which is a great thing. Um, yeah, so. Uh, an infinite amount of, of applications there to, due to the and the, the funny thing is uh, a lot of people say like what is um uh, keeping me from like right clicking an nft and saving it you know like an image um you can you can right now you can go and print them on an isa you know it's the, it doesn't mean that it's the actual thing um so again it's it's not something completely new to what we already see around us it's just the digitalized digitalized version <laughs> i've attempted that so early in the morning uh, so, so i think the interesting thing that i have seen with nfts is the importance of a community so if you're a brand and you're wanting to get into nfts it's so important that you either have an existing community that you can tap into or you build a community because it's almost like, and I was talking to one of our, one of our guests was talking about that concept of the secondary market is actually what's more important when it comes to NFTs, because, you know, you can buy something and you can spend $10 million on it, but then if no one wants to buy it for $10 million, it's actually worth nothing. Yeah, so, exactly. so it's, it's important that you have that community who are going to actually buy into your NFTs. And I think we can't, uh, you know, talk about NFTs without talking about CryptoPunks because they're one of the best known NFTs. Uh, but I actually didn't realize that CryptoPunks were originally given away for free. So if you, you might have heard the term CryptoPunks. If you haven't, it's probably the most well-known NFT community slash collection. And they were given away to encourage people to get into crypto and get a wallet because that's one of the biggest, I'd say, barriers to NFTs like just not having crypto. And I know that that's definitely stopped me uh, for a little bit from sort of dipping my toe in the water. But CryptoPunks now are huge and and I don't even know why they sort of blew up because there's a lot of projects which are really similar, but it's effectively 10,000 different little JPEGs, so to speak, but they're NFTs. Pixelated JPEGs. Yeah, and it's crazy. They all have different little traits and they have different values, but... Like people have created, like pretty much tied their identity to their crypto punk. So it's it's pretty crazy to see that, you know, a, effectively what's a piece of paper, oh, not a piece of paper, like a piece of art, like digital image can be worth millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now the cheapest crypto punk you can get is over $200,000 as far as I know. 
Jesus. Yeah. It's actually probably a pretty good investment. Actually, Visa bought a CryptoPunk. Yeah, you said that in the, yeah, in the podcast, right? Yeah, that's amazing, yeah? Yeah, glad you're listening. <laughs> you see? <laughs> But, but yeah, but yeah, absolutely. Um, at least, at least in the formats that we see today and the applications that we see for NFTs, um, the the sort of like hype that you build around it um, is. And again, I always like to use this example. I really do. Um, it's it's just like, in my opinion, it's just like Pokemon trading cards. It really is. Like who you know, like imagine, imagine you twenty years ago. Pokemon? I oh my god! I was, I was. Oh my god! I have lost what little respect I have. Well, for let me tell you something. If I had a original Charizard, um, you know, uh, Pokemon trading card, you you wouldn't say that kind of stuff because they go for over a million dollars now. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's how you flex today nowadays. Um, but yeah, but yeah, the thing is, you don't have one. Yeah, no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> Uh-huh. But basically, but basically, it's this uh, sort of like again this community. Um, it's this um, you know hype that is built around it. Um, and overall, you know what what happens to you know a company like Pokemon, for instance, uh, by creating such uh, uh, let's say a strong community and a strong sense of brand as well. Because you know you might not like Pokemon, but everyone knows about Pokemon nowadays. Uh, Pokemon Go was one of our first interactions with AR, um, and you know, the most popular um, game and, and app at its time. Um, and it's this sense of community, this this building, this engagement that you get from users that is priceless for brand as well. It, it goes way beyond selling, like you said, something for a hundred thousand dollars. It's this, it's, it's this, um, just again, it's it's. If, if a brand has the capability of of of, of getting people interested, um, it's 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 almost a must in, in today's time and soon enough uh, the next few years to come. Um, and 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 it's amazing because you get like a, such a, a a driven community like Nike's, and then you know you have um, now they're gonna do a bunch of NFTs on on NBA. Uh, on the NBA, on um, uh, the Premier League and stuff like that and blah, blah, blah uh, for all the brands that they do sponsor, for instance, right? Um, imagine that, like, you know, what a, a fan from, I don't know if Liverpool is, is actually an IT brand, but uh, what what they wouldn't do to have, I don't know, uh, I'm the worst guy to talk about football, even though I'm president. Name name a Liverpool player, Lisa. I, I, I honestly, if you said I'll give you a million dollars if you could name a Liverpool player, I would not. I, I thought I thought you were gonna Jane say like. Beckham, I can you. Uh, no, I think he was Manchester. I think. Yeah, I don't Manchester know. United. Yeah. I thought I thought you were gonna say like, oh, Liverpool, uh, Boris Johnson, <laughs> like the best player. <laughs> I know. I literally know nothing about soccer. Sorry. Yeah. Well. Well. Let's let's stick to NFTs because I don't know any anything as well. But um, fashion is fine. But, well, Nike soccer is kind of fashion. Uh, so are you are you Nike or Adidas? Nike. I say Nike. My respect for you. What little I had just went up a tiny bit. <laughs> they actually. So Adidas just announced a collaboration with Coinbase, mm. and they just bought land in the sandbox. So Coinbase is a crypto trading platform and the Sandbox is uh, a metaverse uh, company. So so they're, they're definitely going to be 
going head to head with Nike. Um, but I guess if you're looking at, if you're a brand looking to get into NFTs, then I would recommend like you need to either I have the community or be able to build one. You can build them on platforms like Discord, which is, it's almost like social. How would you describe Discord? You're probably better off to describe Discord. <laughs> Oof, um, Discord. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give a, a, a my view on Discord, and most probably a lot of people would disagree with me and say, "What the hell is he talking about?" Are you gonna about to get cancelled? About to get this podcast cancelled <laughs> on our first episode? No, 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 no. I'm gonna try and behave. Um, but I'd say that Discord is like the the child of Twitch and Reddit. Oh, that's a good that's a good explanation. Uh, so it's basically a community driven by um, you know uh, groups, forums, and stuff um, on certain topics. Um, and uh, yeah, deeply involved in uh, with a, a, a good, um, let's say, yeah, good involvement with the gaming community. Yeah, which is actually interesting because I feel like the NFT community have jumped onto Discord and they're using it as a way to uh, to build community. But Discord tried to tease. I think the owner of Discord said. I think they were trying to tease NFT integration and the community was like, hell, the Discord community was like, hell no. So I'd be interested to see. Really? Yeah, it was it, like, it was a massive controversy. Yeah. So I don't know huh, if he's. Why? I don't know. I think it's not like, they probably get annoyed because Discord's massive in the gaming world. So they're probably annoyed that the whole NFT community have come over to, to start using it. But NFT is massive on Twitter. I personally love um, NFT on LinkedIn. I find it like much easier to consume content. I've seen big communities grow on Instagram, for example. So that sense of community is going to be really important and then nurturing the community because that's where the value is going to come, that secondary community, but also being aware of your brand's values because when you're jumping into something like this, you you can't just make it look like, oh, shit, we need to get onto yeah, NFTs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's do something. You know, say, for example, if you're – it, your brand is really tied to sustainability, then you need to pick a platform or a blockchain which is, uh, you know, going to be really sustainable because not not everyone is, uh, you know, efficient. So they're not going to be as sustainable. So I think things like that is really cool. And also think about if you're going to do NFTs, you know, this isn't a fad. Like this is like really changing the digital, uh, the whole digital, this is leading the digital asset revolution. So don't think of it as just a one-off, a PR grab, although it is a huge PR opportunity at the moment, think of it as like an ongoing thing that you can do to really engage your community. So I look at the matrix they're releasing or they've just released by the time this podcast comes out, a hundred thousand NFTs on the 30th of November for $50. And it's going to look, so people get their NFTs and it'll look like just a person in the real world. And then on the 16th of December, you can choose to take the red pill or the blue pill and if you take the red pill, your NFT will turn into a matrix resistance fighter. So things like that, it's incredible. So yeah, I think a lot, a lot to keep an eye on in the space. But to finish off, I'm going to give you okay, here an NFT slang quiz. Okay. And if you get all of them right, you will get a prize. Okay. Start with the easy one. I don't know what the prize is yet, but <laughs> okay. I'll think of Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, All right. yeah, maybe an NFT. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll set like. up for crypto fund. Okay. So, um, so Diego actually doesn't know what I'm going to ask him, but these are slang terms used in the NFT community. So I, I thought this would be a good way to finish off because you can learn. And I, look, I'll admit, I just learned a lot of these pretty much when I was doing <laughs> this research. 
So uh, I'm not exactly better than you. Okay. Uh, so, but I think it's a really good way to actually learn the lingo and make it sound like you're an NFT pro. So you can casually drop the conversation. Let's do it. So, did first you just one, is, one question? Did you get this from a reputable, uh, trustworthy, uh, credible source? Um. Get it from like yeah. Mangag or from <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with credible, reputable okay, source. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> first, first word is alpha. Oh, alpha. Um, I do know alpha. Wait, I do know alpha. Alpha, alpha, alpha. I don't know alpha. What is it? <laughs> okay, so if you've got NFT alpha, if you're dropping NFT alpha, you, that's actually kind of like intel or information. Oh, there you go. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, I knew it. Yep. So I would say there's a lot of alpha dropped on this podcast, not by you, but by yeah, me. Yeah, well, there you go. One other one by you. Okay. Yeah. No, just kidding. Okay. So here's an acronym. GMI. What does that stand for? Uh, G, GMI. 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 <laughs> Good mate in it. Okay, that's definitely not it. Okay. Um, it stands for... It stands for this, is, this is actually not you um, because it stands for... It, it's a term to describe projects or collectors who are going to make it and succeed in the NFT oh, space. Great. So it actually is short for going to make it. Gonna so you, make you it. are NGMI. <laughs> NGMI. So you're, you you're NGMI, which is the next one. So you can probably have a guess at what that stands for. Not going to make it. <laughs> yep. Never so, going to make it. That's not going to make it, but I think you're actually never going to make it. Never so you're NGMI and I'm in life. never going to make it. So you're NGMI. If you see Diego, definitely let him know he's NGMI. Um, I'm, I'm happy to be GMI. Uh, so next one is Mint. Mint. To mint an NFT. To uh, create an NFT. Yeah, pretty close. Uh, I'll give you to, half a point for that. To, to, okay, the, the action of minting is to pretty much transform, let's say, like a, a, a piece of art or whatever, and then uh, introducing it into the, black, the blockchain. Uh, help me. <laughs> and then actually turning it into a NFT. There you go. That's actually pretty close. So I think the interesting thing, and this sort of ties back to and another probably good way to describe NFTs is trading cards. So minting means when you buy an asset or an NFT asset pre-sale price. So it, think of it in a way that you can buy it before you almost know what it is. So it's like, you know, when you buy a pack of trading cards, you can rip it open and you have no idea what's going to be in there. That's kind of like what minting is. So yeah, half really a point for that. You're doing really well so Thank far. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting for the, the easy ones now. Uh, you're you're going to die. <laughs> I would die. I feel like this is you. Um, paper hands. Paper hands. <laughs> well, okay. Um, my, my daddy used to call me lettuce hands. Because I uh, everything that he threw for me to catch, I let it fall and break. So he used to call me lettuce hands. Um, I don't know what a paper hand is. That's actually kind of similar. It's um, so paper hands is a term used to describe people who panic and quickly sell their NFT assets. That's a hundred percent you. There you go. <laughs> that was right. You. That is always right. Okay, this this is probably so. I'll give you a hint. This is the opposite of paper hands. Diamond hands. <laughs> 
Is it is it a hodler? Is it like a you know? Do you know what a hodler is? Ah, no. Boom. There you go. <laughs> hey, I'm the one. Asking there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Did a little flipperoo on you. You don't know what a hodler is. I'm not liking this. There you go. On in crypto, a hodler <laughs> no. is someone that um, holds on to um, and you know to the moon. So uh, very few, like yeah, pro- probably one person out of you know a billion people would say mooning. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but a hodler is someone that holds it and waits for it to grow in value. So I'm taking that diamond hands as someone that does the same. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. Wow. One. I got, I got one and a half out of, uh, what, five? Uh, diamond hands <laughs> is used to describe people who have the guts to write out a project over the long yeah. term through the ups and a the hodler. downs of a its hodler. pricing. A hodler. So, a hodler. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So what is, what does floor mean? Floor. Floor. <laughs> floor. 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 The floor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Oh, actually, you kind yeah, of just got there you it. Go, yeah, almost. that's what I was going to say. Uh, it's when something can go any lower in value or when it's a reach an all time <laughs> low, <laughs> when someone did a Diego. <laughs> Can we please petition to rename oh, for like Diego? Um, <laughs> you're actually pretty close. I'll give you half. I'll give you a point for that. So it's the lowest price available for an asset in a set. So say if it's you go on to somewhere like OpenSea, yeah. So yeah, I gave you a full point. Um, so <laughs> so if you go on to things like OpenSea, you will see a floor uh, in when you're looking at collections, and that means it's the lowest price available. Um, otherwise now known as uh, the Diego price, the, Diego, the, the absolute yeah. lowest you can go, the lowest you can go in life. Every <laughs> possible way. It's, po- it's actually impossible to go lower than No lower. You have Diego. to dig a hole. <laughs> the dig a hole. Okay, we're almost at the end, so only a couple more left, couple. so then you'll be put out okay. of misery. Okay. okay. Okay, gas. Gas. Like gas fees. Mm. <laughs> Basically, uh, gas fees is what you pay for a transaction. That's what you have to pay for the yeah for whoever is uh, providing the transaction. The the let's say in in, in a do you, do you call it a book leverage? No, whatever. Well, whoever is doing that transaction for you gets paid a fee, um, and that's a that's a gas fee. Yeah, good one. Okay, now come on. Is there anything harder? Oh, come on. You've like failed so far. Okay. So how about um, PFP? PFP. Keep it clean. P- <laughs> yeah. I was like, mm. uh, <laughs> uh, pay for play. <laughs> Nowhere near close. It stands for profile pick. So interestingly, a lot of people you'll see will use their NFTs, especially the super rare ones, as their profile pick. So if you hear PFP, then that's what it stands for. And Twitter are actually uh, allowing people now to authenticate their uh, PFP. That's insane, huh? That's by, They're actually integrating uh, that you can show your NFT uh, collection or your wallet as well uh, on on Twitter. Twitter, the worst social media yeah. ever invented. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cancel us, Jack Please, Rossi. please. <laughs> uh, okay, to finish off, what is a DAO? Adele, she's a singer. You never heard of her? Adele. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, uh, can we just say, just before this call, we were talking about Maccas. Oh, what do you call it? I can't remember what 
they call it Mackie. Mackie in Brazil. It's actually really cute. So we're talking about Maccas because I had Maccas this week and Diego was talking about how sometimes he drives uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> to Maccas <laughs> late at night, sits in his car eating McDonald's, listening to Adele and crying. So that's really the definition of doing a Diego. That's very sad. It's impressive so, that I didn't tell you about Adele and crying and yet you nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> I can actually imagine you um, singing Easy on Me by Adele, which is actually an amazing song for the shower uh, on a side note. So, okay, Dow, just to finish up, tell me, you've got to know Dow. Well, actually, this is a pretty hard one to finish up on. Dow, like, can you say? D-A-O-L. D-A-O. D- <laughs> what does it stand for? D-A-O. Dow. Yep. <laughs> is, it, is it an NFT? So it's actually, it stands for Decentralized Autonomous Organization, which doesn't sound sexy. Uh, but what it is, is when a group of people or companies pull together to then actually buy something. So say, for example, you might want to buy CryptoPunk, but you might not have enough money. So you can form a DAO. So you can actually get a group of people together and say, let's pull our money so we can buy a CryptoPunk. Okay. Okay. So you can hit up a DAO and... <laughs> Buy a crypto bank. That's cool. <laughs> Adele doesn't need to have a DAO. She could definitely buy a bank. So anyway, um, hopefully you learned something because I definitely learned something. 100%. And hopefully our listeners learned something because, uh, yeah, we want you to listen to more episodes. But thanks to everyone for tuning in. If you like what you heard and hopefully you did, please like and subscribe. Give us a rating. Do it. Uh, it doesn't have to be... Yeah, it doesn't have to be five stars. I mean, whatever you think, but definitely five stars would be great. Do it having a McDonald's <laughs> at the car park um, and putting some thought into it. Oh, my God. If you give anything less than five stars, Diego will literally be in Macca's tonight I'll crying. I'll so eat a chicken nugget for each kind. bad review that we get. Seriously. Otherwise, Diego's going to be NGMI if you, don't, if you don't give us five stars. I'm already flooring. Um, but thanks again, guys. <laughs> So stay tuned for the next episode. We're going to be talking about the metaverse. And also we've got some exciting guests coming on. So it won't just be the two of us talking shit. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to sharing some more (laughs) NFT alpha with you. Well, just digital alpha, hopefully. That's awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Lisa.